Welcome to Young Sheldon Cast, the podcast with only one rule. Never watch Young Sheldon. No. 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 That was Wit. That was Wit's voice. I'm Jared. I'm Devin. And I'm Wit. So what is our show? What are we? Uh, it's about- what are we doing here? We're making a TV show called Young Sheldon. But there's already a show called Young Sheldon. Yeah, but it's not the show we're making. We're making a different Young Sheldon. Probably a better Young Sheldon. Maybe. I, I wouldn't know because right. I've never seen it. Okay, just checking. Not allowed to see it. What would happen if we accidentally saw Young Sheldon? Incarceration. Ooh. Public flogging. I didn't know. Yeah, and you'd be off the podcast. Worst uh, of all. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, that's way worse. Right. So if any of us watches Young Sheldon, the existing Young Sheldon, you get kicked off the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right now, we're all equal partners, right? Yeah. What happens to your share if you lose? If, if I watch Young Sheldon, yeah. and, like very hypothetically in some yeah. weird universe, <sighs> I guess um, it would be up for grabs. I guess you guys would have to vote. I really wouldn't have a say at that point. Wrong. <laughs> what happens? Your share legally gets transferred to Eric Trump. <laughs> Does he get to be on the podcast? Oh, yeah. I mean, we wouldn't be able to stop him. He'd be an equal partner. Is that for all of us? If any one of us? Yeah, uh, get, he's get next in line. Eric Trump. So if <laughs> two of you watch Young Sheldon. Don Jr.? Oh, <laughs> well, no. I mean, Eric. No, no. It's just Eric Trump is then the majority owner. He owns two thirds of the, the show. He gets the other third, too? I mean, at that point, he could boot the remaining person God, and do whatever he wants. he's so good at business. He could buy and sell us. Wow. But we don't have to worry about it. Right. Not going to happen. It's never going to happen. Never watch Young Sheldon. Right. Easy enough. Okay, so do we need lore? All right, we've got Sheldon. He's a nine-year-old boy. He's been jumped up into high school. He's actually full dumb. Oof. His alien technology bow tie mm-hmm. aided him in getting into high school, tricking everyone. He fooled his way up. Gets him out of a lot of jams. It does. He has fragile, hollow bones, which make him impossibly weak, but they give him perfect pitch. So he can sing like an angel. Or a bird. Or a bird. <laughs> Greg Masters is a character right. that's like in the show a lot. Maybe we need to explain him. We do. Yeah, because he's important. This show practically is turning into Greg Masters cast, mm-hmm. so. I'm okay with that. I am too. I was, yeah. That was not a complaint. Please, don't, un- don't misunderstand me. Greg Casters. Greg Masters is like a disgraced ex-NASA physicist who is endlessly pursuing Sheldon. He knows that he's an alien. Now, if we were, I I just want to share with the audience that it's really like 50-50 right now if our TV show is going to be called Young Sheldon (laughs) or our other working title, which is Greg Masters of the Universe. (laughs) Mm Kind of leaning towards Greg Masters of the Universe. G-M-O-T-U. I mean, if we actually wrote a script... I feel like we should do the pilot episode of Greg Masters of the Universe. It's a lot of stuff to intro in one episode because it's like, sure. do you start with young Sheldon or do you jump right into Greg Masters? Right. This is just a chapter in his life. Right. And how do you kick off his story? Oh, I did have an idea. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Which was, okay. Are you familiar with the term save the cat? No. Someone wrote a book about it. It's a screenwriting term for like... You have a save the cat moment at the beginning of your screenplay, which is when the main character 
saves a cat, does something to show you like, oh. Who this person is. This is a great guy. Right. Yeah. You know? Okay. So, it's like kind of a corny screenwriting thing, like the save the cat moment. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he could like over the top save a cat with some scientific gizmo. Right. And be like, honey, I saved the cat, you know, because <laughs> he's still married and his life is great. Right, okay, right. that's good. You know, and everyone be like, God, you're amazing. This guy could never do any wrong. <laughs> is there anything he can't science? Yeah. <laughs> I'm off to the NASA plant to work on science. He's as brilliant as he is trustworthy <laughs> and down to earth, not perverted. And his wife would be like, I love you, honey. Like, his life is amazing. Mm-hmm. I like it. But anyway, sorry. <laughs> Down to earth, not perverted. <laughs> Greg, do you mind if I take my clothes off real quick? I trust you not to look. <laughs> of course. <laughs> You're a real straight shooter, Greg. That's why I hired you. <laughs> I am the head of NASA, <laughs> after all. I'm the boss of NASA. <laughs> <laughs> I just accidentally... Dropped a ketchup packet into my shirt and it went all the way down to my pants. I'm afraid I'll have to strip fully to get it out. <laughs> Feel free to do it around me, sir. I'm too busy looking at science stuff. Couldn't care less what your naked body looks like. Was there someone else at NASA who is like extremely like a perverted peeper? We gotta have a bad guy. I mean, it is a whole thing built on telescopes. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying that because of like the quality of their lenses. Mm-hmm. And apparatuses that yeah. have lenses I'm that saying, attract peepers. I'm saying a peeper, yeah. Greg, I know you're the man I can entrust with the 1989 peeper purge. You know how important <laughs> it is here at NASA for everything to remain above board. Really what with all the extremely powerful telescopes we have on hand, <laughs> we couldn't possibly let one of them be used for such disgusting purposes. <laughs> of course, sir. You can trust me. The only thing I want to peep is science. <laughs> All these slippery condiment packages. <laughs> Hold on, Greg. I have to strip once again. Go <laughs> ahead, sir. I'm looking at naked planets through the telescope. <laughs> I swear this mustard went right down to my sock garter. Sir, you can trust me. I will close my eyes and not even need to cover them with my hands. <laughs> of course, this is leading to, obviously, his boss is a pervert who's getting undressed at right, work really, all the time. Yeah, like he spills a lot of ketchup <laughs> on himself. You sure? You sure? Okay. Greg, you can keep your eyes open. Just focus through it. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't get turned on or anything. Unless you maybe want to. <laughs> oh. A mustard packet all the way down there. (laughs) (laughs) How clumsy of me. It's just mustard on organic matter to me. No eroticism whatsoever. (laughs) Greg, mustard is the forbidden condiment. (laughs) You know that, don't you? Ah, dang, Greg. Dang packet busted all over my genitals. (laughs) (laughs) Will you be a pal and help me clean them off? Of course. <laughs> Anything for you, boss. <laughs> I am your faithful employee. This is this is the wrong path. Right. Because that's going to be a prequel. So we'll have to figure out that story before we even start. Right. Yeah. Let's we're like, figure out this week's episode. Right. Thank you. Right. Season one, episode 19. Gluons, guacamole, and the color purple. Interesting. I just want to point out really quick. If you say guacamole like John Lovitz, it's a good exclamation. Guacamole. Guacamole. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, like it's his thing he says. Guacamole. 
<laughs> you spill a lot of mustard on yourself. So I'm sorry, sir. Let's get back to the episode. <laughs> you must go through a box a day. It's not guacamole, Greg. It's mustard. French is mustard. <laughs> so gluons. The stickiest mustard on the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to take a while to get that off. You're going to have to really rub it. Soak it. I told him to give me the stickiest. Um, I don't know what a gluon is. I think it's like one of those subatomic particles that like make up protons or electrons or neutrons. I thought it was a clown's nose. It's an elementary particle that acts as the exchange particle for the strong force between quarks. Yes. So, yeah, it's like a super small. So, it's what holds quarks together. Dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> Guacamole and the color purple. Okay. Well, first off, I just want to say only three episodes after this. Wow. Yeah, right? Closing in fast. That's yeah. why they call them gluons, though. Like, it's like glue. Get it? That's oh, cute. Yeah. It is. Here we go. Next Thursday, is someone playing matchmaker for his Mima and professor? There is someone. And it's me. He got it all figured out. Lovely house. Can you see yourself living here? I can. It's perfect math. If they get married, we have double the number of smart people in our family. That means we go from one to two. I got that. New Young Sheldon next Thursday. Okay. So, he has a professor, which I guess is just a school teacher. It's played by that guy. Yes. The, the guy. The inconceivable Inconceivable. Guy. Yeah. Dinner with Andre guy. I've never seen that. It's uh, fine. It's really pretentious and over your head. <laughs> it was over my head anyway, but I'm a dumb dumb. <laughs> the Sicilian. <laughs> yeah. Right. The Sicilian from Princess Bride. Princess yeah. Bride. He's like a famous playwright, dude. Like he's a big Manhattanite. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's why he did like the My Dinner with Andre. Like he's been around. That's wh- probably why he was in the- Princess Bride, because the people in the biz know who he is, and he just has a great look and a great voice. Wow. I didn't know any of that. And he's written a lot of plays, apparently. But I don't know his name. Okay. Well, he's in it as a love interest for Mima. Right. He's as good as any. It's not inconceivable. <laughs> <laughs> he seems a little old. Right, but Mima's a little old. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Could be an ageist. She's just kind of out of his league, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. She's way more attractive than he is. But, you know, it's, it's about company at that age. It's not about the, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, not as much, anyway. Are you saying that the professor can't perform? No, I'm just saying not as well as a young Channing Tatum could. You're saying that Mima can't take him down to Bone Town? So she would take him down to Bone Town hard. Take him all the way around the corner, if you know what I mean. But I'm just saying that's not as important, butt I think, stuff. At, at older age. Yes, I'm saying butt stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, young Sheldon is trying to set them up. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's like editing that sets up that joke where basically the announcer is like, someone's trying to set up young Sheldon. <laughs> he's like, I am. That can't be in the episode like that, right? He must have said I am for something else. And just, some editor was like, oh, fuck, yeah. It's nice when you get these little moments. And so Sheldon thinks he's hot shit and everyone else is a fucking dummy. Right. Really, really, yeah. They lay it on in this preview, I noticed. It's real asshole. And it's funny. Yeah, and he's not smart. Everybody knows two is double one. Like, that's a really simple thing that somebody who was full dumb who thought they were smart would say. So, that's good. I like that. That helps our our whole thing. (laughs) That is is really good. Do you want to go back for a second blast? Of course. Rejuice. 
Next Thursday, is someone playing matchmaker for his Mima and Professor? There is someone, and it's me. He got it all figured out. Lovely house. Can you see yourself living here? I can. It's perfect math. If they get married, we have double the number of smart people in our family. That means we go from one to two. I got that. New Young Sheldon next Thursday. So the Sicilian looks like a cop. Is he a teacher at the school? I was going to say, it looks like he's taking a college class. Oh, shit. It Are really those adults does. behind him or like big kids, I guess? It looked like a big like auditorium style room. Huh. So I guess he got into college. Looks like we've got to redo the last episode. <laughs> He's good at failing up. Right. He doesn't go off to college. Maybe that was like the compromise. Like he gets to take a local class. Right, right, right. You know? Did we see what was on the chalkboard? That looks like numbers. Numbers are on the chalkboard. Okay. Gluons. Okay, Back yeah. to Sheldon's obsession with uh, science and NASA and stuff. Well. Space. This could be a physics class where mm-hmm. we're talking about gluons. Could be a guacamole class. <laughs> oh. I don't know. Is I guacamole know that. that complicated? I've never made it. It is about the easiest thing to make, though. <laughs> Maybe it seems complicated to Sheldon, and the professor is teaching him how to make it, and he's also making some gluons references. Oh, maybe it's supposed to be a metaphor, but all he's getting out of it is like guacamole. Like yeah, things he's that glue hungry the hungry for guacamole. Now, I don't think I've ever actually made guacamole, but I know you can add things to it, but if I just had an avocado and I mashed it, mm-hmm. that would be guacamole, right? I think no. so. No, oh, really, what do I have to put into it? Salt? <laughs> Love. Onions. <laughs> you have to? Tomatoes. You okay. do? Ugh. Cumin, cilantro. I feel like I, I just got taken a guacamole class. <laughs> Lime juice. <laughs> you just got guaca dunk. Maybe a little salt. Maybe garlic if you want to. Okay, so is it physics class? Is guacamole too simple? <laughs> I'm, I'm fine with a, uh, a cooking class. That would explain why he went with his Mima. <laughs> oh, yeah. Why was she in class? Oh, maybe he didn't go to college. He just wanted to go check it out. Right. He's not taking she, the class. She, Maybe he's so young he needs a chaperone. Yeah. Or at least like the first day, whatever. I don't know. Or it's a, or it's a cooking class and they went together. Like a meme. And he thinks, to make guacamole. He thinks that he, this guy's really smart because he makes guacamole <laughs> and he writes a bunch of doodles on a chalkboard to, to Sheldon. That's genius. It's gluons or whatever. You glue the cumin onto the avocado. He also thinks that Professor Guacamole is going to move into the house. I guess Meemaw lives in the house too? Yeah, I think so. And he's going to move in with them and do smart things together, like make guacamole all day? (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. Maybe there's a Greg Masters thing we could do with gluons? I don't know. Maybe he wants to separate the alien from the human at the molecular level. The the DNA. Submolecular level. The particle. Maybe he comes up with this idea while like eating guacamole out on a date with Mary Apple Pie. <laughs> yes. He's looking at the guacamole and he's like, wait, what is guacamole? Avocado, onions, tomato. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we could separate. A L- little bit of cumin. I could use a little more. <laughs> I could use a little more. <laughs> but you could never, for instance, take this guacamole and separate it out into its. Oh my! He's like a busboy. Guacamole! A busboy gluing the no smoking sign back on with Elmer's glue, and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> looks at the chip, looks at the glue. 
He's like, I'm sorry, Mary, I have to go. Oh my God, gluons! Of course! <laughs> Sheldon is half human, half Glocktonian. His DNA is stuck together. He needs reverse gluon ray or anti gluon ray. So he's about saving <laughs> glue off. Yeah. <laughs> They're glue offs. These particles are called glue offs. So he wants to save Sheldon now? I mean, I think he still just wants to. Oh, he wants to separate out the alien side. Uh, so he can just have that and study it. Yeah. So, like, pull Sheldon apart into two different organisms without killing him? Is that possible? Maybe this is just like a, a visual thing. Okay. To like prove, like, it's not going to physically hurt Sheldon. He's he's not a bad guy. Right. Maybe this is like a ray he could build and it would like show everyone. If he could just Glocktonian human separate some of the gluons. Like maybe not even all of them. Like he just needs to get some of them from Sheldon or something. It would momentarily freeze space time inside of a bubble and it would separate the human <laughs> and the Glocktonian DNA separately side by side and there would be a glimmer and then they'd go back together again but everyone would see the reality he's trying to unmask him Mm -hmm. expose him he's trying to expose him (laughs) glue offs is so good yeah that's really funny (laughs) (laughs) like that's how much of a genius he is it's like tachyons you know yeah Glue-offs aren't known to science, but he manages to like- Oh, he's it. he's super intelligent. Mm-hmm. He's very good. Do you know how much smarter he is than this dingus? <laughs> the professor? Yeah. Like, I would say he's twice as smart. That, that would be like if there was two of this professor <laughs> put together. That's how smart Greg Masters is, Jared. Okay, I get it. Are you sure? If they were stuck together with glue-ons- yeah, now you're getting it, buddy. <laughs> Maybe that's like how simple this class is. It's like intro to guacamole. I don't know. Or maybe it's like a cooking 101 class. Right. And you he make... just talks about guacamole. What's his class called? The best I can come up with is get to know me guacamole. <laughs> that's better than mine, which was just guac squawk. <laughs> okay. Which doesn't sound like a class you would take. Glock squawk. <laughs> Glock, Glock, Glock squad? No. Teachamole. Teachamole. <laughs> an introduction to guacamole. <laughs> Teachamole colon, an introduction to guacamole. 101. Guacamole. <laughs> it's got guacamole. some fire. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Guacamole. Um, and I'll teach you how to guacamole you. <laughs> um. And actually, it's color purple, not the color purple, right? No, it's the color purple. But the is not capitalized, so it's not the book. Oh, maybe he hits him with the ray and something purple goes wrong? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it separates the purple from the green. (laughs) Did we ever bring this gag up before? Like, he builds this ray to, like, separate young Sheldon so everyone can see. I swear to fucking God, we talked about this before. (laughs) And he, like, hits him and everyone is watching... But it just separates young Sheldon from his clothes yeah, momentarily. Yeah, yeah. That did happen. That's that did it, happen? Uh, that might have been what got him fired from NASA. Yeah. Well, it happens in this episode, too. <laughs> well, that was the glue-off ray, but it wasn't ready yet. Mm-hmm. Last time, it did malfunction. <laughs> Greg, what type of malfunction are we talking about? Uh, an exposing malfunction. <laughs> 
That boy was exposed in <sighs> the wrong way. <laughs> right. It didn't show as much of him as I wanted them to see. <laughs> as I wanted I'm, everyone to see. As I needed to see. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> well, so what's the color purple? Something with the, the ray? It could be a purple, you know, ray. Tachyon ray. Full of glue-offs. Yeah. Is the ray purple? Is purple the wrong color? Why would that be in the title? It needs to be something It's not supposed to be purple. I don't know. Yeah. What's what? the conflict in the episode? Well, I mean, we have the whole... He's right. trying to set up Mima. It's perfect. We got the two stories. Is he bad? Cute. Um, I don't know if we want to go down that route. What if he's back? We may be stuck with him. Maybe a cast member. We don't know. It may be a guest star like Jason Alexander, but this dude's no Jason Alexander. He's a character. He kind of is, though. Because well, he's a big shit. playwright in the New York scene. I bet you a million bucks, like, and he's fine. He doesn't want to be on this show. Fuck. He's a guest star because everybody knows who he is. What do we do if he comes back? <sighs> I mean, we're not going to kill him, right? Right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. He's not going to be killed, but do we want to make him a bad guy? If he Shit, he can be a bad guy, and if he ends up dating Mima long term, then he's a yeah, bad guy. we can work with that. Is he a Wamin? Oh. I like the idea of him dating the Mima and just being like a loser boyfriend. Because you don't see a lot of old loser boyfriends. <laughs> right. Like he they drives a Camaro. together. Yeah, he like drives a Camaro. Plays like, video games all day. Plays <laughs> video games all smokes day. Smokes pot constantly. <laughs> But he just, but he he can pull it off because he wears a suit. He doesn't help with the rent. Yeah, he's in his suit, like playing video games oh, on the couch all day. He does move in, <laughs> like immediately. Yeah, their first date, he's just like, oh, geez, I guess I forgot my teacher wallet. Think you can get this one? <laughs> also, my house burned down while I was on my way here. <laughs> think I just crash here for a while till I figure stuff out. I think that's pretty good. I think it's really funny. Have oh, you? Yeah. Have you guys listened to Dirty John, the podcast? No. Yes. It's kind of like- It was good. Give out this. It's so good. You should listen to it. It's like a story? You should go out of your way to listen to it. Dirty John? Yep. Like Dirty John, he tells everyone he's an expert. But really, he sits around and plays video games all day. Okay. <laughs> but instead of pretending to be a surgeon, his whole con is that he pretends that he knows how to make guacamole. <laughs> okay. And he's like a really good con man, which is how he can teach a class at a school. Like, oh, the class could be called like culinary whatever, but all he does is teach how to – wait. He doesn't okay. know how to make it. He doesn't know how to make it. <laughs> okay. He just keeps stalling every he just class. keeps saying that they're going to make it. <laughs> yeah. And then Mima's like, oh, I would love some of your guacamole. I'd, you know, she loves guacamole. Could you make me a batch? And he's like, ah, I just – you know, I'd have to get some of those brown things, so the, the, the lumpy things. I just, I'll get him tomorrow. <laughs> the lumpy things. It's in the mayonnaise aisle or something. <laughs> look, look, I'm the guacamole <laughs> professor. You mean avocados? <laughs> yeah, baby, yeah. It's in the mayonnaise aisle. <laughs> They're in the mayonnaise aisle, I think. Yeah, halfway down. Uh, quit bugging me about guacamole. I think I know what I'm talking about. I teach a class on it. And so he would like come home from the grocery store and have like, they were all out of the things I needed. <laughs> it's just like a bag of bananas, you know? And so he keeps making things and like trying to pass it off as guacamole. And he'll just try to come up with excuses and be like, ah, oh, this banana is a 
South American avocado. It's <laughs> and like maybe the dad's like, yo, this isn't guacamole. Some dang fruit paste. Some dang fruit paste. <laughs> what you trying to pull? <laughs> I'm sorry you don't know about South American sweet <laughs> guacamole. So your palate can appreciate international culinary delights. Wait, this guy isn't John Lovett, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> or is he? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, so we got a lot of different things up in the air right now. It's good. We, we got the loser boyfriend. That's great. We have the uh, Ray with the glue-ons that uh, glue Masters offs. is making, with the glue-offs to uh, whatever. And then how could we maybe tie them all together with the color purple? His DNA is bound together with glue-ons. My solution? Glue-offs. <laughs> what color do avocados turn when they get gross? Brown. Brown? Yeah. Hmm. Um, it's to be something with the ray. You know, he shoots it into the house, hoping to whatever, but it all fucks up. And it also, t- like, he's finally making the guacamole. He thinks he knows what he's doing. And, and so- it turns the purple Sicilian happens. guy purple. <laughs> and the Meemaw doesn't like him anymore. Okay. And she kicks him out. I mean, if he comes back, he could always move back in because he has a loser boyfriend that can, like, talk his way back. Right. Come back maybe when that purple wears off. You loser video game suit wearing piece of shit. What video games is he into? Right. It's old Fortnite? school. <laughs> no, this is 80-something, yeah. right? Yeah, he can't play Fortnite. Oh, Didn't yeah. they say the year one time? Like 1985? I don't know. Whatever. It's, I don't, it's I don't mid-80s. Think so. I think it, I was thinking late 80s, just like based on his okay. age. Right. That he's nine years old and it would be like late 80s unless he would be like really old. So he's just playing Qbert and with a backwards baseball cap and sunglasses. <laughs> oh, he is playing Dig Dug. He's really good at it. <laughs> yeah. Because that's what he spends all his time doing. Maybe the color purple could have something to do with the game. Yeah. I don't even know why I'm going down this. <laughs> no, I like hole. all that. Well, well, okay. What about Joust? We all know Joust. Right. I remember that one. Do they have eggs? Do they go after eggs? <sighs> Fuck. It's been a long time. Maybe. I just remember they kind of fly and they land on shit. Well, I think there are eggs that appear well, in Joust. What do eggs look like? Avocados. Avocados. <laughs> They're virtually indistinguishable. <laughs> Maybe he's really, really into Joust. Plays in a local league. <laughs> He has like a Joust nickname, a Joust persona, Eradicator style. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how this gets us closer to purple. Well, pulling everything together. I guess we still need to decide. Like, I, I'm 99% sure that this he's a guest star and he's going to be gone by the end of this. Because that, okay. that guy's just like Jason Alexander last week. He, so he gets kicked out of the house. Right. Mima finally has enough. Maybe he does something mean to Sheldon. Oh. Meemaw's like, get the hell out of my house before I whip your ass till it's purple. Maybe Greg Masters, like, has to make a command decision and vaporize this guy with his glue-offs. <laughs> right, because he knows he's no oh. good. But the guy would have to be, like, really evil for Greg Masters to murder him. Why would he want to? I mean, is that the accident? I mean, well, okay. We've already had that would be good. Sheldon Possibly. does something dumb and unplugs his joust cabinet that he has installed in <laughs> their I house. In my, <laughs> I just have to move in my things, and it's like yeah. one bag, and then the joust arcade cabinet. Thankfully, it survived the fire. Well, it was in your trunk already. <laughs> well, you know, this was my backup. <laughs> okay, that's so good. 
He plays Joust. He lies about making a guacamole. And young Sheldon accidentally unplugs his Joust game when he's on one hell of a run. <laughs> and he gets so angry. Does he attack young Sheldon? Does Greg Masters save him? I like that. Like, this guy's a real dirtbag. Speaking of tropes, like, this guy could have the kick the dog moment early on where you're like, ooh, he's a bad dude. He uh, seems all nice at first, and then before some commercial break, he does something horrible. Like, like kick a dog. <laughs> well, I mean, the turn is that he does turn on young Sheldon, and also we right. know that he's a liar about guacamole. Well, you have to set it up ahead of time that he's evil, right. and you want him to go down. Yeah, Walker style, uh, too. Like, evil. Like, you want him to die. Okay. If, if we're going to kill him. Well, maybe we just set it up that, like... It's got to be something else with, like, the game. Somebody interrupts him. Right, but but before that, do we set it up that there's someone who comes by the school looking for him? Someone else's very attractive grandmother <laughs> yeah. who comes by the school looking for him, yelling about joust and guacamole and how he does not He's make a fraud. it. It's like Susan Sarandon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, she gets dragged Jamie out of the Curtis school. Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. They drag her out of the school. That's like, a mad woman. Fuck it. Let's get Jamie Lee Curtis and Susan Sarandon. Yeah. And we just have it happen again. Like we have it once. It's this big dramatic scene. <laughs> and then we do it again like five minutes later. <laughs> we just repeat it with yeah. a different actress. Yeah. That's great. Like, man, I already understood this guy sucked, but he really sucks. <laughs> he broke both those legends hearts. <laughs> <laughs> and then when we do have the turn where he gets really upset about his joust cabinet getting unplugged. He should do something mean to like the sister. Like while everybody's away and he's playing and she does something, she accidentally unplugs it and he like screams at her or hits her or something. Oh, I don't want him hitting her. <laughs> hey, how bad do you want this guy to be? Right, okay, he doesn't hit her. You saw what he did to Jamie Lee Curtis? <laughs> I mean, he, he could scream. That's always a good way to just be like, oh, fuck him. He's yeah. a real jerk. And then you have um, Mima walk in and then he like changes and it's like, oh, of course it doesn't matter that you got close to my joust cabinet. Now, now, here's a copy of The Color Purple. Go read like kids do. <laughs> Still trying to look how to okay. get that in there. <laughs> we have like maybe up to three episodes where Greg Masters from a high position is firing rays down on people. We can't be solving everything with the Greg Masters ray. It's true. There, there was only one Walker episode where he used the gun to kill the bad guy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we just keep using the rays. He keeps building different rays. That's that's too much. Maybe this time it's a ray bomb. Maybe he's modified the professor's joust cabinet. <gasps> to be a glue-off bomb. Ooh. Yeah. It'll just emit glue-off rays. He sneaks in as an right. arcade technician. So it is like a ray bomb. Just to shoot glue-offs all over the house and hopefully... <laughs> it's a ray bomb that shoots glue-offs all over the house. <laughs> it's simple. I don't have time to explain They'll it. I'll never suspect Glue-off emitter. And glue-offs are purple. Ooh. They're really purple, like bright purple radiation. That's cool. That's good. And I feel like there should be something, like he should say the word purple, like, ah, there's no purple in Joust Pixels. What's happening? Why do I keep doing John Lovitz? I know. Yeah, maybe he's like really pissed like his game starts going wrong and he gets really frustrated. Mm-hmm. Maybe Sheldon trips over the cord as it starts emitting all the purple rays. But the purple rays... Did and he... Oh, that, that could happen. And then he yells at Sheldon, but it's in front of everybody. 
And then it's like, whoa, out of here. Okay. The arcade machine goes off. I mean, right? He turns the machine on. Sheldon's standing there. He's the only one who sees. It goes off. It splits Sheldon (laughs) into a small nerdy child and into a larger, slightly bird-like form, which he thinks is a (laughs) real-life joust Ah. mount coming to get him. You're amazing. He loses his shit. Yeah. (laughs) I knew you'd come for me. (laughs) I knew you'd come for my scores. That's awesome. Greg Masters has some sort of like camera and when the arcade machine gets turned on and he's getting like a really good shot, he like is about to take his picture. But of course he like trips in the tree or something because he's a a goober. It's like he's not fast enough because the boyfriend sees the bird and freaks out and accidentally like knocks the machine over or something. Yeah. Ah! Or he, no, he stops it. He's like, you won't get to me. I got to keep trying to do Lovitz too. Yeah. I'm not even good at it. Um, <laughs> unplugs the machine. You'll and never get my high score. I don't know how that, all I can think of is inc- inconce- inconceivable. Inconceivable. It's inconceivable. You could ever get my high score. Well, know. we got to get him to do inconceivable. Yeah, he, he has to say it a lot. He must hate that because everyone makes him do it. Probably never. Never go against a guacamole maker when death is on the line. <laughs> when joust is on the line. And like. Mima's like, I finally made some guacamole, and he just knocks her out of the way and like <laughs> runs out of the house. She has it all over her face. Yeah. He's like, get the hell out of my way. <laughs> I don't know what his voice sounds like. You'll never get my eggs. And he just <laughs> runs out. And, and it doesn't really matter that what he says makes no sense, because mm-hmm. she'll be like, the fuck was he talking about? Yeah. <laughs> what a dork. What, what a, a dork. I suspect he didn't even know how to make guacamole. <laughs> so we're like, I was way out of his league anyway. <laughs> Annie Potts. And, yeah. And and everyone will like <laughs> nod their heads and be like, yeah. You really were. <laughs> Out of his lake when he was 40. <laughs> 40 years ago. Mm-hmm. And then they all sit down and actually eat guacamole. Yeah. Lots of it. Who makes it? I was thinking Mima because she's been taking the class and she wants to impress her. Well, if he was teaching the class, she didn't learn shit. Right, 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 right. But she... um. She knows how to make it. Because it's the easiest idiot. thing to make in the world. <laughs> Except I obviously don't know how to right. make it. Yeah, Meemaw, your guacamole is just fine the way it is. Right. She was trying to yeah. spice it up a little bit. Yeah. But like, there's not a whole lot you can do with guac. So let's just eat Meemaw's famous old guacamole. You don't need to branch out. Well, I think that's a great way to end it. And then, well, we got to have a guac tour. Yeah. But there's a five minute scene a... where they're eating guacamole. <laughs> With the credits roll. Well- it's a slow pullback out the window, yes. but very slow. Yeah. <laughs> like, you could watch it for a minute and not even realize it's moving. <laughs> um, but yeah, what about Glocktor? You mean Glocktor? <laughs> well, you're talking about um, Glocktor brand Glo- guacamole, Glocktor? Glocktor? <laughs> Glocktor's own. All the Glock profits, Tors. all the profits go to me. <laughs> it's just a little, it's a little hard to say. Glocktor's Glocktor guacamole? Guac, guactor galactamole. <laughs> well, it would have to be Glocktor's Guactor Galactamole brand Glock. God damn it. Okay. You got it. Keep going. Glock. What is it? Glocktor's. Uh huh. I'm writing this down. Guactor. Fuck. Galactic mole? Glocktor's. Guactor. Guactor brand Galactamole. 
<laughs> what did I say? Glocktor's Guactor brand. Galactimoli. Galactimoli. <laughs> Guacamole. <laughs> <laughs> Holy Galactimoli. Guacamole. The oh. gluons really tie it together. <laughs> yeah. You can really taste <laughs> That's the gluons. That's what it says on the side of the package. <laughs> you taste the gluons? Yeah. Galactor's Guactor brand. Holy Galactimole. Guacamole? <laughs> Sure. Yeah. Okay, it's all in the package. And maybe it's like with purple Venusian avocados. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Yeah. That's great. And so it's like, is he doing a commercial shoot and he's trying to say it? And he's just like cursing out the director <laughs> or whoever. Who named this shit? Who wrote this shit? You well, you did, named sir. it. You're fired. <laughs> I'll direct this thing. And he's wearing sunglasses because he's like super blitzed. Yeah. And his yeah. eyes are all bloodshot. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't eat this purple shit with your mouth. <laughs> with any one of your mouths. <laughs> it's some alien that doesn't speak like a language we understand. But it has seven mouths. mouths. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Have you ever sold a thing in your life? <laughs> Fine, quit. <laughs> you know what? Fuck this, I'm out of here. And he runs over and hops on this big bird with a big jazz pull and flies away. <laughs> yes, yes, And yes. the purple Venusian avocados are big eggs. Oh my God. <laughs> big purple eggs. That's so funny. That's it. Chew my rope. <laughs> I've got a concert to get to. Flop, 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 Oh, flop. That's, that's fucking great. Somebody flush this asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and the controls for flying the bird are just like a big button you hit a bunch of times. Come on. It's a big D-pad in one button. Yeah, and it just starts running faster and faster and flies <laughs> off. That's awesome. Fly faster, you dumb piece of shit. <laughs> Mashing your goddamn buttons as hard as I can. <laughs> Hate these things. Hate these things. You, you you nailed it. That is the perfect last scene. And then whatever our production company's called, which we haven't figured out yet. You know that little one second thing they do at the end of shows? We have to figure that out. 1642 Industries. Oh, fucking duh. Yeah. 1642. 1642. What is 1642? Is that like Yale's phone number? Oh, shit. I thought you knew. I do know, because I studied this week. You went to school. I went to school. Now I'm going to take you all to school. You went to 1642U? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I didn't graduate, but I got the gist of it. (laughs) And basically what it is, is you tell tell 16 of your friends, or whoever, they could be strangers on the street, they could be the judge in your trial. You tell them about us, ASS Podcast, YoungSheldonCast.com, any of those things. And you tell them four times a day. Simple, right? And you know what's even more simple? You do it for two years. And then your debt has been paid to us. One trick I like to do is when I'm on trial, I just tell them that I I demand a trial by 16 judges. (laughs) They have to do it. They have to do it. Some dumb dumb put it in the rule books. And we are all about loopholes. His name is Alexander Hamilton. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Trial you- by 16. <laughs> oh, God damn it. And I need them today, and they'll have to do it today. And then, you know, you can figure something out for the next day. 
You can also call us at 843-284-3566. Give us some insults. Give us some pointers. Tell us your fanfic. Yeah, we want those theories. Theories are great. We, we've we gotten one so far, and it was fantastic. Have a cool accent. And have, have a cool accent. Or lot, have a fake southern accent. Yeah, that would be really funny. Oh. A lot of our callers tend to be drunk, but you don't have to be. But if you want to be, go for it. Make it good, though. Yeah, be really good. Like, you know, don't just send us some bullshit. I'm just kidding. No, I meant send the, us some bullshit. I meant the accent. Oh, like, the accent? We'll know. We live in the South. We're from the South. <laughs> we eat barbecue and boiled peanuts <laughs> and grits. <laughs> As you can tell, oh, I'm we're so ac- hungry. <laughs> hungry for some of that Southern cookie. <laughs> Okra? Okra, fried okra, of course. <laughs> yeah, so, so stuff like that, <laughs> or or whatever you think. Eight four three two eight four three five six six is our phone number, and our slogan and way of life is sixteen four two, as it should be for you. Sixteen four two. dot com. Yeah, y- you can find us youngsheldoncast.com. If you're listening to this, you if you're know. listening to this, you know how to find us. Yeah, and you can email us at sageandshoot at gmail. And yeah. Get on Discord. Discord. We have a Discord. We have a Patreon. All Wait, we'll be on the Discord. <laughs> I will be there. This will be what, three weeks from now? Yeah, I should be there. <laughs> it's a long way to go. <laughs> uh, okay. I think it's we're a good. long way to the top. It's a long <laughs> way. Okay. <laughs> I feel good. I feel great. Cool. Until next week. Yep. See y'all out there. Bye.